On this episode, we're going to give you a spoiler-laced review of Avengers Endgame, so if you haven't seen it, beware. We'll let you know what we think about it, so stick around. This is episode 42 of Chrome Dome Radio. You got Chris here. I'm Zachary. And joining us this evening is Jeff. Hi-ho. What's up, man? Hey, nothing much, guys. Once again, thank you for having me. All right. The website is chromedomeradio.com. We're on all the social networks at Chrome Dome Radio. Give us a shout. Let us know how we're doing. And you can watch the video on YouTube and XOTV. We're talking Endgame. You guys saw it? I did. Sure did. It's that opening day. You did? Did so, you go uh, after my wedding? No, I went the day before. Oh, I'm, Thursday I'm night? A, yeah, Same. Thursday night. Yep. Did you catch a, the midnight or the one before that? 7.30. Really? Yeah. yeah, 8 o'clock. I went to the uh, Ostel Theater at 8 o'clock. All right, so let's start Let's start from the very beginning with this one. Actually, let's, let's start with just saying in general, how did we feel about the movie, and then we'll break into the specifics. Slow start, epic ending. Um, thought it was a good movie, not great. I thought Infinity War was better. Um, and then, um, yeah, I, but like the highs in the movie, uh, redeemed all the, the very highs that, that you hit, like the peaks and the climaxes were just, they pretty much made, I felt very cathartic about the first three phases of, uh, the Marvel universe as, right. Excuse me. Yeah. 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 what do you think? It's kind of similar to Zach. It started off really slow. I mean, the movie was about three hours. It could have been two. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that the time travel thing was uh, a little played out. At least they admitted it during it. It's like, well, who hasn't done time traveling? Like, Back to the Future. And I'm like, check. <laughs> and to be fair, Back to the Future did it way better. It, just, it, seemed like some, it seemed like a very lazy plot line to do. Well, they were kind of copying uh, Back to the Future a lot of the... Back oh, to the oh, Future right. 2. But what I'm saying is, it's like... Oh man, well, we screwed up the uh, <laughs> Infinity War thanks to the idiot Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they lose all the um, the Infinity Stones, the, the Thanos, and all of a sudden they're just like, "Guys, I got it. Okay, just hear me out. Tear me out. Y'all ready? Time travel. Let's do it." <laughs> yeah, I of was. Course. I was a little worried when. I mean, obviously they had to do it. Everybody knew they were going to somehow use Retcon time travel. Everything. I think everybody thought they were going to use the Time Stone. I thought. That's what I thought too. What I thought was alternate reality. They were going to pull the stones from a different reality. Yeah. And then use those. But I guess that wouldn't have worked because the stones are only unique to whatever universe they're in. Right, right. So the movie the movie kind of has, like you guys were saying, like the, the slow beginning. There's, there's three very clear acts in this movie. Yeah, that's true. There's the beginning where it's just like some post-apocalypse apocalyptic in quotes because it wasn't like everybody was gone but half the human race was a lot of people yeah and the way i thought showing some of that was pretty cool honestly i liked seeing where the human race went after five years of half of them being gone i will say that first scene really kind of hit me pretty hard i was just thinking uh with with hawkeye and his family disappearing oh yeah that did start off with a bang i i felt terrible for him like i, 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 I like I, thinking about like my family and yeah. how i would react if i was just walking away fixing hot dogs and my wife and son disappeared and i had nothing to do and just a you know a, a, just a, a a very particular set of skills that would allow me to be right <laughs> you know a murderous go on a murderous rampage for the next you know five years I think I might have done something very similar uh, if I was Hawkeye. So. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, so can't judge the guy. That's all I'm saying. I think they didn't necessarily need to drag out the whole, we'll call it post-apocalyptic act as long as they did. Okay. I think they could have established that, yeah, it's screwed up after five years, everything's shut down. They could have done that a little bit quicker. They also could have come up with something a little bit more creative than a rat walks across a keyboard all right so that's what i wanted to get to next so one of the major cliffhangers at the end of ant-man 2 was how is he going to get out of the quantum realm now and we're you and i had these conversations we're trying to figure it out like who's going to do this who's going to do that it was a rat it was a pure pure chance that just well i mean 
uh, Doctor Strange did say one in 14 million chance. Yeah, so that's uh, why, you know, that's plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> you can do anything with that. Yeah, so then Ant-Man gets out. Here's, okay. I Okay, I didn't even say how I felt about the movie. I liked the movie. I thought it was, I actually thought it was, I'll say it was great. Great, it's like huh? to me, it's a B B plus movie, which is to that me great? is no to me is great because okay. I'm a harsh okay. movie. Critic. I guess that's that's fair. So, because I had a lot of fun, and yeah. I and I by the end of it, the ending was so phenomenal. I really liked the ending to this movie, but they, the you could ending was awesome. When it you was. nitpick, you can pick a lot of little things out that were awkward, and one of them was Ant Man's. How did he understand time travel so quickly? He's a thief. He didn't. All he did was like, maybe this will work. He like stuttered and stumbled through his like, time travel, is it possible? Yeah, I think this could work, guys. It's it's stupid, isn't it? It's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had Tony Stark land times in, or chimes in going like, no, it's possible. You guys are just stupid, so here you go. Well, he okay, with, let's that, get to Tony, Tony Stark figuring it out. And just a, like the snap of a finger. Like he he's just walking around like one day in his kitchen talking to his daughter or something, and then boom! It's like oh, I he know. hit a couple buttons on a computer and it figured it out. Which has he's done that before in prior movies, where he's just like hit buttons and some computer figured it out, and he's like wow. To be fair, it's whenever he's in a, a crunch, and that's pretty true to his character. Anytime that there is a need for some life-saving technology to just be created. I mean, that's the first Iron Man movie, which I rewatched this week, because I've just been kind of going back and watching uh, all of, like, the Avengers, like, first films. I watched Captain America, I watched Iron Man, and I'm going to watch Thor next. But uh, that's his character's origin story. He's in a terrible, dire situation for survival, and his only way out is to create some, you know, a, uh, an, a new miniaturized, like, power source that can power his armor for right. 15 minutes. Yeah. And he does it in a cave we, we with, sk- like, very little, you know, material at hand. Yeah. We skipped a major part at the beginning, by the way, Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah. I found her entire presence in this movie... Superficial. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Superficial is a good word. Mm-hmm. It seemed forced. Like, she, was, she wasn't supposed to be there. really fell flat for me. I still have not seen... Captain Marvel. I, I saw it. I finally saw it a couple nights before I saw this movie. Is it any good? It's flat. It's a very bland. It's pre- just a Marvel superhero movie. Yeah, if it came out ten years ago, I'd probably have a different opinion. Uh, opinion. It so. didn't break new ground. It didn't do new things. It just kind of went with the status quo. Better or worse than Thor two? Uh, Along the same lines. That was what we, were, we, that's what, <laughs> that, that's what we were debating. We were like, is it worse or better than Thor 2? If you ask the people who I was watching it with, they were saying worse. Wow. I think it's better than Thor 2. Where, where do you rank Thor 2 in the... Uh, I think that's the worst one. The, the very worst Yeah. One. Okay, what about uh, Age of Ultron? Uh, I think that was better than Thor 2. Okay, uh, would, so you say, would you say it's better than Captain Marvel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, because when I go back, people, I hear that movie getting a lot of criticism as opposed to the first Avengers movie and a lot of the other uh, Marvel. And I watched it recently again and was like, seemed, it's a, it's an okay movie. It's a pretty solid feature. I thought it was good. But I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just a... I just thought the whole way that Captain Marvel, she shows up, and you're just, you're at the beginning of the movie, you are meant to assume that she has been told by Captain America and uh, Black Widow that Tony Stark is stuck in space somewhere, mm-hmm. because she just kind of goes and grabs him. I thought that was, that was strange, because that was supposed to be another major cliffhanger in the movie, how is Tony Stark going to get back? Right. And it happens within the first five minutes, yeah. Captain Marvel shows up. And she just flies him back in his, like, Guardians of the Galaxy ship and lands him, and he's fine. Yeah, she seems a little inconsistent as far as power level goes. But then again, so does everybody in the Marvel movies, so that's not really a fair criticism. Yeah, we're going to get to that with Thanos in a little bit. So, by the way, okay, let's get to Thanos, because one of the things that... Well, before we do, because if we're going in chronological order, I want to know what you guys thought about Professor Hulk. I I I, was totally okay with Professor Hulk. I like Professor Hulk. I liked... um, 
Uh, what, what, what's the I forgot what's his name Ruffalo Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo yeah yeah I thought he did a great great, great job as Hulk but like I, I want to see a, an intelligent Hulk play that character like in the comic books they had back in the uh, was it maybe the 80s when he was like smart Hulk yeah and he did a great job with that especially put his face right there but like I think the the best part about that was when they had the fans were trying to take a picture with him oh. <laughs> say green and then like it was um. Who, who else wanted the picture with him? Was it Ant-Man? Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Ant-Man was kind of like, like, you guys want a picture of me? Like, uh, I mean, no, Hulk's right here. And then like, they're just trying to go along with it. He's like, fine, just just, just go away. <laughs> Dude, the CGI for Professor Hulk was awesome. It's oh, pretty it was tremendous. Good. It looked really good. So, all right, so you guys were both fully on board with Professor Hulk. I could have done without that whole thing. Yeah, a really? lot of people. I've Why? Heard, a lot I was just bored with it. I Why? Bored? What was the point of it? Like, I get it, but if comic relief i guess you did need a little bit of that to break the tension at that point along with fat thor so <laughs> well we're gonna get the fat, fat thor. Th- i fat thor was a bit much for me as well it fits in with the what they're doing with that character but i would i don't want to see a fat thor no me neither but before he's fat thor they do find Thanos. Yeah. In his, uh, he, he's they, they find Thanos in like a cabin yeah. in some beautiful oh, right. place. So I, I actually skipped ahead there. Sorry about that. Yeah, this is important to mention because I did not see this coming. It's like they find Thanos. He's he's clearly injured because mm-hmm. he had just you know in uh, at the end of Infinity War he had gotten the axe through the chest and he's also injured because he destroyed the Infinity Stones and it darn near killed him. Darn near killed him. So and what do they do? Chop they chopped his, his head, head off. off. Like a beheading, like a straight up like... With a great line from Thor. What did he say? I don't this remember. This time I went for the head. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was awesome. It was but pretty then, cool. after it happened, I went, where is this movie going? Yeah. The best part wasn't... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, because Thanos is dead now. Go ahead. I saw that in theaters, and then the first thing I, th- I said out loud was like, with a bunch of children around me, we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, grab my head like, oh, what? And then, I, like, I, he's like, like, moms were kind of looking at me going, like, yeah, there was that was one like of the, eating my Cheetos in the <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely one of the parts in the movie where there was a an audible, like, ooh, like yeah. a lot of people went, like, that whole type yeah, of thing, sucking in air. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked that a lot. And then, and then it kind of, I think that's when, and then the screen goes black and it says five years later, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Right after he cuts his head off. So then it fast forward five years, and that's when this is where I was uh, just talking about earlier about the post apocalyptic scenes. And I liked these, and I liked where, you know, it showed, like, the boatyard mm-hmm. with all the boats, like, piled on top of each other. Just empty city streets everywhere. Was it weird that Captain America was doing, like, what would you call that? Like, a therapy session thing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yes. Yes is what is what I would say. It is strange. However, it's not completely out of character. Right. So let me ask you this. So is it more strange that Captain America needs help? Is that what you think maybe makes it kind of strange? Because I can't see Captain America leaning any sort of like mental relief because I always saw him as being just always on the uh, even keel and always having things that was controlled mentally. So I would never suspect him to... Well, he was offering help more than... You know, requiring it. That's what I got out of it. I got that he was. That was the way that he could offer help to people. Now that like the Avengers were pretty much gone and half the people were dead, like that's what he could do. What? That's actually probably a better. And he's also doing it in a room with five people. You'd think Captain America would draw even in in, when half the human race is wiped out. You'd think he can draw (laughs) a bigger crowd than that. I mean, if Captain America is doing any sort of an event and I can go to it, I'm going to be there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Captain America is still to this day my favorite Marvel character. Really? Me too, yeah. especially in the in the MCU. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, he's got the best story arc from start to finish. Yep. So, for sure. All right. Well, I don't know. Well, the Tony way Stark's is is pretty solid. It is pretty good, but he there's some inconsistencies with his story arc that I've had a problem with in the past, but Well, he, he also has the inferior sequels. Yes. That's like, absolutely true. His yeah. his movies got progressively worse. Captain America's got progressively better. Especially Winter Soldier. You like I I like Civil War better than I like Winter Soldier. I'm but, all about that Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier is my favorite. Uh, Civil War is more of the comic book movie, so Right. Civil War or uh Winter Soldier's probably a better movie movie, but uh there's no battle scene between Avengers in that one. So um, then uh, it goes from there to a scene where Captain America meets Black Widow in... Where were they? Some mm-hmm. Were they in the actual the Avengers compound, yeah, I think. They were in the compound? Yeah. 
and she's got a uh, she's got a motley crew of War Machine, Captain Marvel again, who's sporting a new haircut. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking uh, super dikey. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. By the way, now that we just brought that up. There was like a little bit of an outcry about a gay character in this movie, and I don't know who they were talking about. Oh, it was in the um, in the support group. That was the first openly gay character in the MCU. Uh, Which one? It was one. I actually, it was, I think it was played by one of the producers or directors. He came out. And it's one of the guys that was talking about the. It was the big scene. He was explaining like the first date that he had gone on uh, since the uh, the thing. That since the snap that totally went over my head. Yeah, that, that's what Cap was talking to the guy about. He's like, "Good for you. You got back out there." You know, even though you cried about midway through. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because when I first heard that, I, first of all, why is there an outcry about that? Like, what the Who hell? cares? It's what well, that wasn't even like uh, important for the well, plot. Well, it, it's um. Sorry. Go ahead. I th- I thought when I read it or read it online somewhere, I thought it was one of the superheroes. No. And then I was like, is it Captain Marvel because of that haircut? I don't know. (laughs) Well, actually, I was going to say, if you guys want to segue into this, was um, Brie Larson was talking openly about having more diversity in comic books, which I'm Uh, like, I thought there's plenty of diversity in comic books, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, shoot, they... DC is actually ahead of the head of Marvel on this one. They've already got the the openly gay character out on the television uh, program. It's um, Batwoman. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of which, though, Brie Larson says that, wasn't her character at one point a black Captain Marvel? What? Wasn't wasn't Rambo the, the chick that they had in the movie? Wait, what? In the comics. I thought the chick that was in, oh, you didn't see Captain Marvel. No, I have no idea no. what you're talking about. I'm Well, for what it's worth, they had, in the comic books themselves, they had different radiations, I think, of Captain Marvel, and right? And I think the original one was black. No, he's maybe he was a white alien. Was so a, he was he actually was a, blue. He was, it was a Cree. Cree, yeah. It was yeah. a dude. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel, and I think it was a black woman, and then it became a white woman. Eventually, I think they had different because they had um, Captain Marvel, then they had Miss Marvel. Oh was, wait, I think I know who you're talking about now. I think that was more recent than Miss Marvel. Maybe I might be confusing the timeline of such if, things. They've retconned the Marvel universe about once every five or six years, so it's hard to keep track. Um, oh, let's get back to the scene. So okay. she's got the Motley crew there, and then uh, Captain Marvel, uh, sporting the new haircut, says that she has to go and to another planet because of earthquakes. Yeah, that whole that I don't know why I don't know if they're hinting towards a future movie or maybe something that happens in the comics or something. But when she said that, I immediately was like. What is more important than Thanos? I, it, it, did she already turn the page on that? Because I'm just like... You're, well, Thanos is dead. Yeah, but I thought at that point... Am I, am I misremembering? I thought at that point they still thought there was hope of... They were looking for... They were look. Oh, so they hadn't run into Ant-Man yet. So Yeah, and there was five... Five years had gone by, so it makes sense that she would still... She would be trying to solve whatever crisis was nearest at hand doing other things instead and you know uh even uh rocket mentioned that and she's like it's a big universe there's everything that's happening on earth is happening everywhere it also seemed like a good way to get her out of the movie for a little bit too that was great did you think uh, um i think is have you guys seen the uh stuff online about all of the cast members hating her no no there's a lot of like chatter i don't know if it's all rumors and i'm just spreading un- unsubstantiated stuff but apparently go on uh <laughs> <laughs> apparently they uh somebody released a uh video examining the body language between her and um other people that she was doing at joint press conferences and jeremy renner was like just had it with her and just throws shade at her and then um Don Cheadle uh, just like absolutely had it with her. Like she apparently like touches her her shoulder, his shoulder at one point. And he's like, "I told you not to touch me." Oh, I I saw that clip. He's Don Cheadle says, "I told you not to touch me." Yeah, and which he might is, have even said, "I don't like being touched." Yeah, <laughs> which maybe he's a creep, or maybe they, everybody's fed up with her. I don't know. He could be a jerk. Maybe, he's a superior seems. American actor, though. Come on, he did. Uh, he did. He, he, he was did in Cap- Boogie Nights. It, he was great in Boogie Nights. He high was, uh, Fi. That yeah. stands for High Fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> she, she. I don't know if she's acting when she's doing this, but I saw all of Captain Marvel, and I saw obviously this movie uh, Endgame. She comes across as presumptuous. 
Very I don't, much is that, so. Is that a good word for it? Presumptuous, arrogant. Arrogant. Because, like, I'll see the, with the scene that, um, that kind of put me over the edge with her was, you know, if we're, I'm going to skip way ahead at the end of the movie. Can I do that? Yeah, go for it. Okay. We'll come back. All right. <laughs> it's the part where um, she destroys uh, Thanos' ship at the end of the movie, yeah. like, towards the end. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, because she did it without being tongue-in-cheek, was kind of like, well, saved all the Avengers here, guys. Like, do you guys remember that? Yeah. She's, yeah. And then it's kind of like, oh, so, like, so Thor, Hulk, and, and Captain America weren't doing... Anything the Anything? entire time. So you swoop in right now and destroy the ship, and you're just kind of like, well, my work here is done. Super smug. Right, exactly. Very smug, because, like, you know, Star-Lord could have done that, though, and made it funny. Because it's like, oh, it's 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 Star-Lord. He's an idiot, whatever. <laughs> like, he didn't mean to do that. He just, like, just out of happenstance destroyed the ship. But, like, she just she just does it with, by, she basically does it by, like, you know, really going over on the Avengers and just really just throwing shade at them the entire time, which I really didn't appreciate. So at the risk of, uh, of piling on here, I think it's safe to say we all don't like Brie Larson. No, I don't, I don't like, I don't like her in these movies. You she know what just, though? She doesn't care about your opinion because you're a straight oh, white I'm, male. I'm well aware <laughs> yeah. she does not care what I think. <laughs> She's looking for more diverse, uh, criticism from women of color and minorities. Yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> Go get him, Brie. Yeah. You know what? She definitely farts and jars and cans him up and saves him for later. <laughs> I really need to see Captain Marvel because I want to give this... I want to give her a fair shake because I I don't know, in this movie, maybe... She, you, there's not a whole lot of her. I mean, she maybe has, what, like 12 lines? Yeah, but even the scenes that she was in, it's almost like she went out of her way to steal the scene. Like even But she doesn't when really she, steal anything. But, She's just kind of there. When she first meets Thor, what does he do? The, he reaches out for the hammer. It comes yeah. to him. And it she goes, just, flies right by her head. Her hair kind of... Her hair kind of moves, and he goes, I like this one. And she just sits there kind and of she unimpressed. Does that, the and, unimpressed, like, smirky look. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you guys a question. Who had the better performance in a movie for a female cast member? Was it Brie Larson in, in the Avengers Endgame, or was it Pamela Anderson in, in Barbed, Barbed Wire? Wire? <laughs> oh, Pamela Anderson by far. You Pamela Anderson me? by far. Oh, jeez. Right. You got you caught me at the wrong time period if you wanted a fair comparison there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 14 the movie came out, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> tremendous acting. <laughs> All right, so Ant-Man gets out of the quantum realm thanks to a rat. Rat saved the world, by the way. Uh, then he finds the Russo he, brothers actually named that rat as the most important character in Endgame. Oh, it, yeah, hands down. The whole movie doesn't take place without that rat yeah. because Ant Man then goes to the compound to find Captain America and Black Widow. I'm forgetting somebody. A War Machine was also there too. Yeah. Oh no, then uh, he was in the hologram. That's what yeah. I was saying. So and then he has this idea of time travel, and I think and then they originally go to Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark's all against it at first. He says it's possible, but he's not going to be a part of it. Because okay. he doesn't want to risk what he has by messing with time. That's right. what I was going to say right now. He kind of had his maid right now where he's living on this beautiful lake and cabin with his wife and, and uh, was it son, I think? Daughter. Daughter, Daughter excuse me. Named Morgan. Mm-hmm. After one of her aunts. It was a th- uh, uncles Uncle. from a, um, it was a throwback from Infinity War. Absolutely. He did say that. I, I went back and watched Infinity War after I watched this. So, yeah. And then we'll get to that at the very end. I'll give you my opinion of the whole thing. But, so then... Uh, they have. That's when they have to go to Professor Hulk. He's mm-hmm. like their backup smart guy. <laughs> and then they go and they get. Who did they send? Was it Jeremy Renner when they sent him back in time first? It was right when they were playing around with the control panel. Yep. And they send Jeremy Renner back. Oh no, it wasn't. It was Ant Man because he comes back yeah, as a baby. Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. And then when they think yeah. they, and then when they're screwing up the time travel and stuff, which I thought was funny, mm-hmm. I liked that they. It was this awkward thing that they couldn't f- quite get it right. Then that's when Tony Stark uh, comes flying around up to the compound, and that's what brings me to my next point. The product placement in this movie was kind of ridiculous at mm-hmm. some points, like Audis at out the butt. Yeah, yeah, like super cool Audis, nonetheless, but like very obviously product placement, almost like it was a car commercial placement. I thought the same thing too when they pulled up the Avengers Mansion or the mansion, but the headquarters, so like mm-hmm. just like, zoom, it's like they showed the car make the whole circle, right? But they showed it at the very front, like at the grill of the car. Yeah, like, a really here nice we are car. right here. Yeah, it looked almost like a Lexus commercial when they pull up in that you know the RC three fifty commercial where this just like pulls around the corner and all slick and black and just goes right to the grill of the car and it sort of. Um, pans out from the car and I was like wow really, that's a really nice car really the oh least, anyway here's the rest of the Avengers <laughs> really the least believable part of that movie because Tony Stark drives a Tesla right yeah, uh, does he I mean come on oh he would yeah, yeah. you're right true anyway 
Then, oh, speaking of Tony Stark and product placement, who asked him if he was wearing body axe or axe body axe spray? Body spray. <laughs> what was that? I keep a can for emergency. I see. Yeah, is that, did he say that? Yeah. I just yeah. remember him saying something about stinking or keeping a can or something. It's like, why? Who? Who does that? It's pretty funny. It, that's just clear. Like, what did what did body uh, axe body spray have to pay? Million. I don't know. <laughs> it is sounds good true? to me. I don't know. It sounds good to me. This movie made one point two. Billion dollars opening weekend, and somehow Axe Body Spray squeezed that in. Took it, actually, took it from the brink of bankruptcy right there. Yeah, I, I, wonder this, I wonder if this is true. I heard this that some movie theaters were running that movie twenty four seven. Is that true for the weekend? I heard the same thing. I'm they, not sure. Yeah, they I do never, that for big movies. Yeah. They did that for the Dark Knight. That's wild. They did. I saw it at three o'clock in the morning. Oh wow, Dark Knight, not this. Yeah, I didn't know they did that because I saw them. Like, wow. I mean, you guys are doing the most. You're having this movie over twenty four. I mean, I get it though. I mean. That movie's just printing money at that point. Like uh, it's already right now. I think it's uh, past um, uh, Black Panther, Avengers. Um, all of them. I think it broke all the records. Did it break all of them? I think, I think it's the new number one. Mm. Is is it over? Um, is it over Avatar? Did you get him. I got him. <laughs> Moth is flying around the studio. <laughs> do you guys do you guys know if it um, beat Avatar yet? Or no I don't idea. think I don't think Avatar is number one anymore. Oh really? We'd have to look that up, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so wow. then where are we? So they got the time travel thing. And then they then they understand it and they shoot uh, Hawkeye back in time, and he gets to see hear his family for a very brief moment. Yes, and he comes back and there's like there's hope. Now this is a part of the movie where I actually want I wanted less of the beginning and more of the middle because I wanted to hear their plan when they were because they they had one shot. They were very clear. They had one shot. They broke into three teams. They kind of glossed over the planning phase. Uh, they glossed over the plan, so when they were executing it, it kind of just jumped from, we have one shot, and we're going to go in, and then as they were executing the plan, I wasn't sure what was supposed to happen and what wasn't supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and I kind of like wanted to see that. Like, what is, if it's that, if it has to be that specific, I want to know that what they're doing is working. See, this is where the movie kind of fell apart for me. I thought it was all very, very hokey at at this particular point. I, there was a couple of things that I really liked. Um, the fight between Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow to see who's going to get to make the sacrifice. I cool. thought that was nice. Um, Professor Hulk's conversation with the Ancient One, was, I was pretty i was okay with that um there was a good joke uh with uh, between captain america and uh ant-man uh during their thing other than that and captain cap cap fighting cap was pretty cool but other than that the whole time heist angle and the fact that they just spelled it out as time heist like it's it was like cheesy for the sake of being cheesy and they're acknowledging that it's cheesy and just because they're acknowledging it it's kind of like they want to pass they wanted to right. pass, like they and, knew that that was going to come. And I'll give right. it to them because of the battle scene at the end. But you know really, what? We just we just skipped over uh, when Fat Thor is actually introduced. That scene. Oh, we go back to Asgard, not Asgard. Um, so it's new good. Asgard. Yeah, new Asgard. That little like the they trailer in, that he's in. <laughs> yeah, and he's fat as all hell, and he's drinking a lot of beer, and he's got what's the dreadlocks? He's got a uh, Ricky like, Rourke's haircut. He's no, playing what, like Xbox or something like that. Fortnite. He's yeah, playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, also product placement. Fortnite, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, has cool. to be in this movie. Um, Korg is there. Korg, I couldn't think of his name. Korg Played is by, there, voiced by Taika Waititi, the uh, director of. Um, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And um, also uh, What We Do in the Shadows, a very funny vampire movie. Yeah. TV show, too. So Yeah. Oh, very. Yeah. It's already premiered, I believe. Yep. Anyway. Did you think that. So he clearly, like, at one point, I think, right after he leaves his home, he jumps on the ship with that line of, like, what kind of beer you got? You yeah. Know? <laughs> All right. And then he's on the ship and he looks almost dead on. Uh, uncanny appearance to Big Lebowski. Yep. He looks like the dude. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I thought like the dude from the Big Lebowski. Well, they even say they it. They said it in the movie. They called him Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, starring Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Who has also played uh, Obadiah Stane in Iron in Man. Iron Man. <laughs> now, at first... What are we doing here, guys? At first, I thought it was funny that he was fat and then when I realized it wasn't going to go away, I got tired of it pretty quick. Yeah, super yeah. early. Uh, I was irritated with that. I was. I. What's funny is I actually knew this was going to happen because I talked to uh, one of the guys that uh, worked on uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, like doing lighting and sound, and he told me that they had uh, Chris Elmsworth in a 
fat suit. And I was like, what for? And he's like, I don't know. I, they keep all that stuff like real hush hush around us. But he was there and I talked to him. He was a real nice guy. I was, but I knew he was going to end up in a fat suit. So I was kind of speculating the whole time, like, why would he be in a fat suit? And I was thinking, oh, maybe that's like the alternate universe Thor where, or something. And But no, it's it's regular Thor. That's the guy we're meant to believe is the god of thunder, and yeah. he's just a fat alcoholic loser. It seems like they realized halfway through the franchise that Chris Hemsworth could be a funny guy. He was yeah. very, very funny. And he is a funny Thor guy. Ragnarok. He was really funny in Thor Ragnarok. Very funny. Pretty fu- I mean, he was funny in Avengers 1. Yeah, the- he was. But So I, it's almost like then they played off of that, mm-hmm. where it's like he's willing to pretty much do anything. Yeah. And they just put him in a fat suit to see how he'd do it and it never went away it was too much and then and i think if they if they had alluded towards the the lebowski thing like the dude thing for you know a couple scenes i would have liked it and then i don't know somehow somebody like does magic and he's thor again then i would i would probably would have liked that better than him being fat the whole movie all right so what if when he retrieves mjolnir from the uh from the past timeline uh, like lightning strikes and he comes back and he's like full like buff Thor again. I could honestly, you could tell me that a fairy that's not even in the storyline just magically came and did a little pixie dust on him. I would have liked that better than him staying fat the whole time. That, that was kind of a strange uh, plot choice, I guess, for him to stay fat the whole time. It's like, all right. It was a bit much to get used to. It was distracting. Yeah. Every time he was on, every time you saw him on the screen, I was just like fat. Especially by the end of the movie when, when he's, he's still fat and he's fighting like the, and he's Thanos. Fighting. <laughs> I kept thinking it's like, like Jimmy it. Glick Thor. Like on TV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this fat suit. Yes. All right. So then where are we now? I got well, lost. We, uh, I was kind of glossing over the, my favorite parts of the, the time heist portion yes. of the movie, but the rest of it, I really just didn't care for. The time heist was cool. And then they had to do it that they had to do a time travel within a time travel. Well, they made Cap say hail Hydra, which was not cool. Dude, I'm still mad about that in the comic books, and they made it. On, they put it on screen. I did not appreciate it. I gotta tell you, the tip of the cap there. Nobody around me knew why he said that. Yeah, I got it immediately because you remember that whole controversy in the comics when that happened. I stopped Wait, reading Captain America because of that. Uh, that I arc. too. Because because of that, because you know, they said he was a, uh, a Hydra agent the entire his entire time as, as a character, which I thought was stupid. It was ridiculous. I mean, they rewrote time with a cosmic cube or something. I caught up with it later, but it's so stupid. It just made me. It's like you have these characters for so long. Everybody's got to do a heel turn. It's like Hulk Hogan was eventually a heel, right? Like, yeah. There's only so long you can do Hulkamania, brother, before people get kind of bored with the concept. But not Captain. By America. God, do not mess with Captain America. You're messing with America. That America. Part. So the scene we're talking about is the one where he goes in the elevator, which is reminiscent of Avengers One. I no, think? no, it's uh, Winter Soldier. That? That's your movie. Oh, that was my. Yeah. I shouldn't. Of course. Come on. So yeah, and and in that scene, uh, there's an awesome fight scene. Basically, like he's surrounded by four. Hydra agents. Yep. He just kicks the crap out of all of them, and he beats them all up. So in this one, you're kind of thinking, oh, oh they're doing it do again. It again, and then he but whispers. Then. Hail Hydra, and then they just hand over the what was it the Tesseract in the yeah. suitcase? Yeah. yeah, they just hand it over to him at that point, and he's got a smirk on his face because it's the tip of the cap. Like that's as much as you you hate it, it's a part of the character. He said it, didn't like it, and but the way they did it in the MCU was better than the way they did in much the comics. Better. Much better, yeah. yes, much better. So there's something still. that they actually improved on in the movie. Here's here's the thing, though. the fact that they brought it up, yeah, irritated me because they brought up a it. bad memory. That's some. That's just an arc that should have never existed. Yeah, they could have let it all go. I agree. Also, another fight scene would have been really cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we, we, we had a Captain America versus Captain America. That's, yeah, Cap versus that, Cap was that, pretty that was nice. Sick. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, a, a highlight. Captain America had some amazing moments in that movie. He really did. And then, um, like, can I, can I, is it all right if I say my favorite part? Or should I wait till the end of the podcast? We're, well, well, we're no. getting there. We're getting okay, there. Okay. Well, I mean, how far are, how far away are we? They got all the stones at that point. They uh, all come back. They get they resnap everybody into existence, and then, uh, boom! Thanos comes because Nebula is on the same Wi-Fi network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as Nebula, when ne- when Nebula goes back in time, there's two of her existing in the same universe, and somehow 
Yeah, like it, that's what it seemed like. She's like connected to something, and the two nebulas are connected. Quantum entanglement. Yeah. If you say quantum in front of it, it makes sense. There you go. That, mm-hmm. that now it sounds official. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, so then Thanos knows the entire plan. And that's what sparks, though, him coming back to the original universe mm-hmm. and starting one of the most epic battles in the history of, of cinema. Movies. Yes. Like, like uh, it was unbelievable how it was big it was that best. battle was. It was like 40 minutes. It was huge. And every character was in it. That's when everybody comes back. And, dude, when, when, I, when you start seeing the Doctor Strange comes back, I was getting so pumped watching everybody show up again. That pretty, was awesome. Pretty sick callback to uh, Winter Soldier again when uh, Sam comes on the radio on your left. Yep. Yeah, you noticed that. That was nice. On your left. Yep. That was really, really cool. Um, man, and then I was assume your favorite part of the movie is my favorite part of the movie, and that's when uh, Cap wields uh, Mjolnir because he is indeed worthy of the power of Thor. That was my favorite part was of the movie. Was that sick? That was the standout scene. Oh, hands so down. So we all agree on the best part of the movie was best when part. he picked up that hammer, or he called sick. the hammer, really. Yeah, 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 we called the hammer and grabbed it, which I thought was by far the most like epic moment in the entire movie. When it when when the hammer was moving and they showed Thor and it wasn't they, coming to him, catches I, I knew it. I was yeah. like, <gasps> I got back in my seat. I was like, yeah! I cheered. I started clapping. Yeah. So did everybody else in the theater too. really into it. The, the, the yeah. whole theater popped the whole time. That so was, was another time an audible like, yeah, in the yeah, theater. Yeah. Everybody loved that. Mm-hmm. And it was done so well. It was awesome. It was great. Well, that leads me, so we mentioned earlier about there being uh, inconsistencies with characters' strengths. Mm-hmm. Thanos was really powerful in that scene, and he had no Infinity Stones. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, almost, like, he's not that powerful, is he? I don't know enough about no, the character to probably say... He, he pretty I mean, much he takes, had, uh, takes he on... everybody on him. Yeah, but he kind of he kind of does that. He's a he's a big team buster. Like it's it's hard the hard to mess around with Thanos. I mean, he does have the physical strength to go toe to toe with the Hulk, who's another guy that takes an entire team to take down. Right, that's but, true. So you know, I mean, he was uh, one of Thor's nemesis in the comic book. So I mean, he can go toe to toe with Thor. I mean, he can go toe to toe with just about anybody in, in the MCU. Yeah, um, Thanos was um, you know just. I, I don't mean, think he was actually overpowered in that movie. No, but he was just. He's, he was, he was, if anything, he was very clever in the, in the Infinity Wars and did a great job of sort of like playing the cast against each other to get to the best team from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just thought uh, he did have a little luck though with like the idiot Star-Lord and <laughs> just got <ruins> everything. <laughs> he ruined the whole Because like... If not for him, this movie couldn't have happened. But no. it's uh, it's one of those... Uh, I mean, another Thanos, notable Thanos... Uh, feud in the comic books was against the Silver Surfer who is just ridiculously overpowered. I would love to see him in the MCU. It might happen. I mean, uh, they own Fox now, right? Disney? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, Phase, Disney owns Fox Phase now. 4 could be a lot different. So for, could finally get a good franchise. X-Men movie? Could have a good X-Men movie? Could yeah. have a good Fantastic Four movie? Uh, I don't... I don't know if they can redeem the Fantastic Four movies. I, don't know. I I sure hope so because Reed Richards is such a fantastic character. Yeah, like, no pun intended. He is, but the problem with the Fantastic Four, at least for the comic books, though, they're very much stuck in the '60s and never really recovered. Yeah, like if you read anything after like the Super 70s, science. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're very they're they're it's a very dated um very dated team. Even so, the stuff with Mister Fantastic and the Illuminati, uh, or against um. Anytime he's pitted against Doctor Doom, I, I always found those those uh, those comic books pretty interesting. Doctor Doom's a cool character. He's too. a he's the best villain. Yeah. If they could only do him justice, I, I just kind of wish you know going off topic though. If they could have a dream matchup with uh, with anybody with Doctor Doom, I'd love to see uh, Doctor Doom versus Batman. Be a great fight because <laughs> it'd be like a legit chess match if we yeah. win. Because you have to give him like, okay, guys, you have one week to plan your battles. Okay, starting now, Batman yeah. has to lead an incursion into Latveria. Yeah, and he's that's gonna, a, that's the the fight I want to see. Could happen. Well, it'll never happen. Could happen. No. Yeah. So know. the the way never say never. So then I have another question then about Endgame. So, uh, the way they end up defeating Thanos is Tony Stark, Iron Man, uh, grabs the gauntlet but doesn't rip it off. He does some sort of a trickery to get all of the gem Infinity Stones out. Yeah. Yeah. Then had it, I don't understand entirely how he attached it to his Iron Man hand. Well, it's, oh. he had the nano technology Iron Man, suit. so it just morphed into it. Yeah, so he just it kind of he kind of co opted the uh, the 
gauntlets technology and oh, because I he was built one, the gauntlet. I was wondering that. Yeah. I was like, how was whatever he was wearing powerful enough to wield all the right. stones? So he his wasn't the original uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which was destroyed in the uh, at the beginning of the movie with uh-huh. Thanos and the big power surge that nearly killed him. Uh-huh. He built a secondary Iron Man Gauntlet that the that the Hulk put on at one point. Right, and. Uh, then had like a withered baby arm for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then, so Iron Man's got all the stones now, and he does it. He says, Snap. I, "I am, am Iron, Iron Man. Man." Perfect ending. That was really, awesome. Really great line. And then you start to see the entire gigantic Thanos army, including Thanos himself, dusted. just dusted away, just like the end of Infinity oh, War. Feels so good. <laughs> and and uh, it was super epic because now it, we did uh, gloss over some pretty major battle battle scene points uh number one what did you guys think about the like ultra feminism charge oh, oh dude i'm yeah. so glad you brought that <laughs> yeah, up i'm so they need glad to bring that one up you brought that up so i, I mean, thought it was okay i don't know man i when it happened i was thinking of how corny it was it's they they just shoved it in there for the sake of like girl power yeah you want to talk about really exploiting something like clearly it's a topic now Right? And it didn't, and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, like how did they all? Why would they all do that? They're just, they're uh, just. Let's all get together. They were they all going to the bathroom at the same time? <laughs> oh god! And then just so happened that they had. Can I can't <laughs> away this way. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make some... any sense. It didn't make any sense. I at the same time though, I could. I I was okay with. It. Sorry, go ahead. I thought it was corny. And even Taylor was sitting next to me in the theater, and Taylor is always on the same page with me with certain things, so we both gave each other, like, a look. We were just like, Ugh. Yeah, I like, rolled my eyes I real know, hard. I know what you're doing, Marvel. Exactly. It was too much. You could have given all... It, they did the same thing in Infinity War, where they had, like, the girl versus girl uh, scene, which was fine. That made sense. Yes. Like, that was, they were on the battlefield, and, like, there's... Every everybody's backing each other up. Uh, uh, the, not the Scarlet. The Scarlet Witch was uh, in trouble, and then uh, Natasha Romanoff. I can't think of her code name for some stupid reason right now. Though the Black Widow, she she was in there for backup, and then she had been with uh, the uh, Wakandan general S. I can't remember her name. Either yeah, right now. yeah, I rem- yeah. That they had been with with each other the whole time, so it it made sense from like, uh, right. just a sequential point of view. Like I get it. How did just everybody end up on the same point at the same time? Did they all converge? Because movies uh, seems I'm, like a pretty massive scale for everybody to just be like, okay, let's all get over here so we can have like the cal- <laughs> the calendar girl lineup real quick, and yeah. then they all do the charge. I mean. As far as all the women being together and moving forward in one motion, fine. I don't care. But why? Doesn't make sense. I just want to see some of the characters kind of get some more screen time, like um, that. Scarlet Witch was why. Now, maybe, you know, maybe I, I do agree to, agree to your point to a degree where it was a little corny and definitely it was definitely contrived pushing them all out yes. there like that. It was contrived, but I'd like to see the character do get some screen time for, you know, whatever, would, how much more impactful would that have been? Like if they if they had more lines and got more character development and then they go you, do well, something heroic. Well, again, I think it's just trying to fit them in the movie somehow. Though it makes makes sense the plot line because you put big, like Scarlet big cast. Witch. I mean, because one would be really cool though because they have Scarlet Witch because Scarlet Witch is a is a pretty powerful character. Yeah, and like if you, I know this is gonna be somewhat off topic, but um, they had a comic book series back in the two thousands where it was um the House of M. Yeah, where she alters the reality and has a whole different timeline from Marvel. Directly where, after Avengers Disassembled, where she destroys the Avengers single single handedly. Right, she basically more or less destroys the the MCU, you know, completely or completely alters it. Yeah, and so I would love to see a segue to something like that for her home movie or something along those lines would be would be pretty sick. That would be sick. So yeah, yeah but, that'd to your, be really cool. but to your point, yes, it's contrived. We have a bunch of women on the battlefield, but though, but the positive I saw the silver line was that they had an opportunity to showcase what they can do. Yeah, you know, to, you know, as a character, fine, like, fine. We didn't even mention that the Black Widow was dead by this point. Yeah, yeah, she's you know, she, she was not even a part of this. She's dead because she won. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> she beat Hawkeye for the second time. For the second time. Yeah. And she's not in the scene that we're talking about. And, and so being, she being is, the worst Avenger? Okay, cool. Am I am I wrong? Is she not the best developed uh, female character in the MCU? Well, that's why everybody said she should have a movie by now. She's easily the best developed. Yeah. I I don't know. And there people are just throwing up Brie Larson like she's the... Uh, yeah, the thing to maybe maybe because she plays the political game a little better than uh, Scarlett Johansson. Maybe Who just knows? throwing things out there, starting it's, rumors. It's, it's a tired game. It's it's so boring. Guess who's Did, not tired of it though? Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, go Bill get him. <laughs> go get, get him, girls. Yeah, go get him. All right, but uh, you know it's it's fine. God, I hope Harvey Weinstein does her next movie. <laughs> <laughs> You want to be a star, kid? <laughs> then take it off. So, uh, all right. Smile so, on camera. Iron Man snaps the fingers, and everybody gets dusted away, and then it cuts to show Iron Man, and at first you think he might be okay, and then it shows he's Two-Face. Yeah. He's, he's got, slowly deteriorating. He's, he's got a horrible, horrible burn on the right side of his face. He gets a nice little moment with uh, Tobey Maguire Jr. He does. Um, What's it? Tom Holland. Thank you. Spider-Man. <laughs> And then uh, Pepper comes over, and she's super positive. Like, he's clearly dying, mm-hmm. and she's... Uh, she's inc- into it. She's encouraging. She's borderline into it. It's like, I get all your money now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now Pastor that you mention it... Paltrow, sure, why not? <laughs> now that you mention it, she and then all she said was, we'll be okay. Okay, go. Yeah. Go now. Yeah, go I'm now. the world's richest woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony Stark uh, dies... And that's the end of the Iron Man story arc. And that's a and it's a solid ending. It really is. It for was, I'll go out on a limb and say the uh, most talented actor in the MCU. Oh, hands down, Iron Man. Yeah, easily. I mean, who who's even close? He's the most perfect casting, probably easily in the MCU. Oh, well, mm-hmm. it's not even close. That's, that's, I mean, I was going to say probably most perfect casting of all superhero movies. Period. Oh, you you know what? He's not as accomplished as uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, though. No, who was Odin? That's true, but I mean, Tony Stark. Uh, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. He really he owned the. He character. was like the lead singer of the band yeah. for the sure. whole time. For sure. And he, I mean, his movie was first. Yeah. If if Iron Man sucked, who's I the, don't think they would have done this. Who's the drummer? Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Easily. Because <laughs> he's been I replaced. He was the bass player. He's been re- oh, it could be the bass player because he was replaced a couple times. Yeah, he's definitely the bass player. I would say the drummer was probably Chris like Hemsworth he, then. He's like or, the bass player of Metallica where they've changed the bass player like four times already. Yeah. But he's only like Ron McGovney good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Chris Hemsworth as the drummer makes sense because he is fat. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then that would leave Chris Evans, Captain America, as the lead, lead guitarist. Guitar. Which yeah. is It perfect. actually makes a lot of sense when it you is, think about it. And his uh, axe is uh, Mjolnir. There you go. Yeah. All right. I love. Well, that's a pretty little package. <laughs> <laughs> so then, speaking of Chris Evans, uh, there's a really cool. I thought it was cool funeral scene for uh, Tony. Iron Man. By the way, not a uh, Black Widow though. Yeah. yeah. Why would they only do a funeral for him, but not Black Widow? This is why we need more mm-hmm. uh, female voices in Hollywood. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Especially so, in comedy. Brie Larson, speak up. <laughs> <laughs> they. they they do this scene where it pans across everybody that's seeing the, the they they put his that original gift that Pepper yeah gave him, yeah proof, proof that, that Tony, Tony Stark, Stark has a heart yeah. they put that on like a wreath and they float it out into a lake and then it pans to see everybody you think they got everybody together like that if they did that was like the only scene where everybody was actually together they got a bunch of people that didn't even matter like the kid from Iron Man three was there I thought you know who I thought that was at first I, I thought it was spider-man at first I was like who is that dude no I thought it was quicksilver I went <laughs> I, was, <laughs> He's alive this I was like what is he doing here <laughs> like, I was like did I miss something with the universes and the time travel I had I thought it, it was a human shield what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find out till after the movie that that was uh that was the kid from Iron Man 3. I actually oh, I said it. it. I actually said it out loud. I was like, "Who is that guy?" Yeah. Like, who's that kid? Is that Spider Man? And then it just kind of kept on panning away. I was like, "I guess I got to figure that out later." And then Nick Fury shows up. Iron yeah. Man Three is not the one with Mickey Rourke. Is that the second one? That's the second, the second one. Yeah. one. Okay. Iron Man Three is the one with the fake bad guy. The Fu Manchu, whatever like, it was. Uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin, Mandarin right? Mandarin. <laughs> Manchu. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah. All right, and then so then we go into. 
the last scene, which is Captain America needs to go back and bring every all the Infinity Stones back to their original locations. Mm-hmm. And this is the ending, I think, the ending of the Captain America story arc, at least they, the they, Steve Rogers version of I Captain America. I have heard America. that they have uh, teased a new Captain America movie, so I don't know. Well, But Chris Evans, you know, uh, his contract is up. It is, and he also handed the, the shield, uh, shield over. over to the Falcon. What I would kind of like to see is him uh, as like the um, the leader of Shield now, because they did do that in the, the comic books where Captain Cap- America, Captain America, old, old Captain America is the uh, the uh, strategic like head of Shield. Actually, speaking of Shield, um, and I'm sorry to jump around a little bit, since since you saw Ms. Marvel, did Nick Fury was he part of that movie? I heard? Oh yeah, was he at least a, a significant part of that movie? He he, was, he came in the middle. He was significant, and in fact, the the movie was least bland when he was in it. That makes sense. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson doing the mm-hmm. thing. So I think they had to have that to support that character because Brie Larson, to my knowledge, has never really starred anything significant. Because I only remember her in is a TV show they had back on. I want to say. HBO or Showtime it was called the United States of Terror. No, nope. remember uh, that no, show? I, oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, got multiple personalities or something. Her mother did. She was the daughter in that, and then okay. also she's in that that um, that stupid movie with um, that dumb blonde comedian. Um, the hell's her name? Amy Schumer. Amy, Amy Schumer, Schumer, right? And you- <laughs> yeah. Um, she basically has a bunch of one night stands, and she's in that movie. She plays her plays her sister. She was in oh, Trainwreck. 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 Yeah. She. Oh yeah, yeah. that movie was. It was uh, dumb. She was even dumber in it. It was a flop. Yeah. She I like John in, Cena in that movie. So, I mean, from watching all those movies and everything and she's Colin been in, Quinn though, in that movie is real funny. But anyway. But, but but watching her body of work, I mean, I'm just really trying to figure out, trying to connect the dots of like how she got the star in such a major like motion picture. Is like, she was my, just in the room. Or room. Which one's room and which one's the... Not the Tommy was so... On. Oh, hi, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. <laughs> if, if, if only she's she in the sex oh, room of like... She's getting pounded by Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. <laughs> the one that isn't the Tommy Wiseau footballs. One. She uh, had won an award for that movie. That's and the, then that's when she got casted as... Because Marvel probably thought she was going to be this huge star after that. What, oh, she God. Was... I hope they kill off that character quick. <laughs> <laughs> she whiz, man. I'd like to see a Nova movie. Anyway, Nova. Uh, yeah, it's a, I mean that, that blue with a little golden yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like dressed like a Cub Scout. <laughs> yeah, I like him. It's cool. He's got neat powers. Um, so did you like? Did you like the Captain America ending? Yeah, I thought it was nice. I had mixed feelings about it because I just it, it, because he, I mean I guess it, because he, obviously you time travel to all that kind of stuff, but just it, it seemed weird that he just would try and travel back and come back as like this old man and explaining him in the middle of it or how he got there. Yeah, I, I, I well, don't know. He, did that break the rules of their whole like universe yes, thing? Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, hundred percent. Yeah, how did that happen? I don't know. He was just like, I deserve this, right? He just he, <laughs> just, he just goes back to like 1940 and goes back and lives his life. He's like this, you know, 90 year old man. Yeah, and, and but they don't explain that happens right now or why he's even going that route. Just assume that he just wanted to go back in time because he wanted to uh, dance with Peggy. Yeah, he sure. finally got his date. Good for him, I guess. I'm trying to think how that makes I mean, sense because that means that means that old Captain America was there the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, and he basically didn't interfere with any of the major world events, so so as not to screw up the timeline any further. But at the same time, you're like, okay, so Cap sat like the Vietnam War out, the Korean War out. <laughs> like, he didn't right? do anything during this whole time. Desert War. I mean, Kennedy assassination. Yeah. So he had no nine eleven. Yes, <laughs> we blame you, Cap. <laughs> But yeah, he uh, he was just uh, chilling with his uh, with his honey the whole so time. So now that phase three is over, I think phase three is over. Yeah, yeah. Homecoming is the Ho- first movie in phase, phase four. four. Yeah. Now that it's all over, I think you and I agree. I like Captain America's story arc the best. I think you. What do you think about Iron Man? Yeah, I I would say if you're just talking about the movies, by far uh, Captain America has the better movies. Um, Iron Man's movies really fell flat. Captain America had a greater supporting cast than uh, than did Iron Man, so maybe it's not really fair to compare. Uh, in all of the ensemble movies, uh, I would say that Tony Stark pretty much steals every scene that he's in. Um, I mean, what's what is Civil War without uh, Tony Stark? Yeah, because it's a boring movie. Well, the well, the well, the issue with the Iron Man movies were, I thought, for the most part, except for the very first one. 
that the storylines were kind of weak and they're banking on the the uh, the star power and the actual acting ability of Robert Downey Jr. to carry that movie. The villains were kind of really crappy in all they three. They sucked, man. Yeah. I, but, but here's but, but your point, though. Iron Man in general doesn't have good villains. He just doesn't. No, that's true. Like, yeah. what, 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 what villains do you think he's had? Because like, if you look at, like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man has amazing villains. Yeah. There's Dr. Octopus. Yeah, Venom. The Lizard. Um, Craven the Hunter. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, the Chameleon. Yeah, Chameleon, Carnage. Punisher. Yep. <laughs> we, sp- we spent a lot of time kind of crapping on this movie a little bit. I feel like we did. No, we I loved right, this I, movie. But it was a I good movie. It. it was awesome. I think everything we just mentioned, most of what we just mentioned, was a lot of the negative stuff. Other than that, the most impressive thing about this movie is that they took 21 prior movies and somehow ended it all in one. They tied that was impressive. every loose end up. Everything was tied up in this movie. It, it ended. It was no, definitive. I, I was so impressed with that. You know, I was really bothered. I was really bothered by, but also fully accepted the fact that there was no post-credit scene. No, I was. T- well, uh, everybody sitting around me didn't believe me. Somebody, it might have been Corey, who was on last episode. He warned me. He was like, "The only thing I'm going to tell you is, don't wait for the end. There's no end credit scene." The only thing that they do is they have the sound of Iron Man pounding the uh, the hammer onto the 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 metal when uh, at at the very end of the. When, he's when the Marvel, his suit, yeah, when the Marvel logo comes up, they you hear the dang, 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 neat. which is okay. yeah, it's fine. Well, neat. I wouldn't have sat through ten minutes of credits. <laughs> so let me guys ask you guys a question: If you haven't already, would you see it a second time in theaters? No, not in theaters. I'm yeah. gonna watch it again and again. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it like thirty times once. Uh, you pirate a copy on your server. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I found a copy on the internet for Plex. Anywho. So, um, yeah, once uh, that comes out, I'm going to watch this movie a lot of times, but I'm not going to pay for it again. No. They're I making did, enough money without me, and I can wait. I did go back then almost immediately the day after, two days later, and I watched Infinity War again. Yeah. And I think I came to the conclusion that a lot of people are coming to. Infinity War is a standalone movie. Much better. Is better. Oh, hands down. Much better movie. The that pl- might be my favorite Marvel movie out of all of them. It's yes. the Empire Strikes Back of Marvel movies. I oh, no say. question. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I love the way that movie ends, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on a super down note. It's just such a down note, and it's just like, wow, all my favorite people just screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw that We saw that in Savannah watching it. I remember the whole crowd was like, oh. Yeah. Well, the crowd. But you see, the crowd like the like the um, the air just left them. They yeah. left the room. They're just kind of like, oh, everybody oh, left gosh. the theater in, in, after Infinity War. It was dead silent. Right. Yeah. Dead silent. Nobody was just sitting there talking. No, no. it was just like they, you feel like they like the wind knocked out of them. They're watching yeah. because like Thanos Thanos won the movie. It didn't end on some sort of like the hero wins, like the bad guy wins, like in you know Empire Strikes Back, where mm-hmm. you know the like, Darth Vader cuts your hand off. And, yeah. 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 The Empire. Day. The Empire wins. Yeah. So yeah. It's a, uh, but no, the movie overall, uh, in game was I. I had a fantastic time, and you know, all complaints aside, it was mostly my complaint was the movie was too long. They just could have. I didn't feel that way. I felt that way. I felt it could have been like two hour, two and a half hours. Maybe. I had to piss like a racehorse afterwards. <laughs> but I, I had to piss a couple of times during the movie. No, so I, I actually stuck it. I I was able to go the whole movie without leaving. I Same had here. my I had yeah. my wife uh, record the scenes that I was missing. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, and I was I that's was, illegal. And I also uh, was very lucky in the fact that the theater was right next to uh, the bathroom. So, like, all I had to do was, like, walk out of the theater, turn right, and I'm in the bathroom. And uh, I didn't wash my hands and just ran back. Of course. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> and what's terrible is that I share popcorn. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that awful? Anyway. Jeff, final thoughts. <laughs> Take his mic away. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. I rated the um, Endgame as an 8, in my opinion. I thought it was a good movie. Eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would have said B. eight too. That's a B. I yeah, like B. B minus. Okay, fair I, I, enough. I'll give a B minus the movie. Um, but you know, the scenes I liked a lot though were again points we touched on was the fact that it did a great job just tying everything together. And I, I will say my favorite scene hands down was when Captain America grabbed the Thor's hammer, Majorn, and that was like that was such a wow moment. It really was. 
It also um, allowed for the the best the best little inter, the best and, like quick interchange in the whole movie, which was uh, Thor like holding Mjolnir for a second, and Cap has Stormbreaker, and he's like, "No, no, no, you get the little one." Yes, <laughs> but but one thing but one thing I really did appreciate about the movie was that the, the focus was on the actual like, main character Avengers that we came there from the beginning, which was Thor, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Captain America, Black yep. Widow, and the, you know the, the the rest of the characters had some screen time, like a little bit of Doctor Strange, a little bit of Black Panther, etc. But I'm glad those weren't the focus no i completely agree i think this movie lived up to the expectations mm-hmm. i thought it was fair which is amazing because yeah. a lot of times you've heard me i gripe about this all the time they make they they blow these big blockbusters up and then you go see it and you're let down yep and this one actually i let i left satisfied i did too i think I, I like the way it ended i think it was satisfied for me it just ended like such a complete note the ending it was, was just it was just an overload it yep, was just yeah. like so much awesomeness, awesomeness is happening all at once. The teleportation that, of all of those ships <laughs> yes. and the armies and every superhero you've ever even thought about being there. Yeah. It'd be great if you go back later, there's an Easter egg and Superman's flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Background. All right, guys, that's it. Again, give us a shout on the social networks at Chrome Dome Radio. Let us know what you think about Endgame. The website is chromedomeradio.com. Please like and subscribe if you like this episode. Tell your friends about us. Later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Iron Man dies. <laughs> Dude, I could go anywhere online on Facebook or something like that. I was like, I went on, on a UFC site, look for some, look at this, you know, look for, um, you know, Bloody Elbow. Yeah. And some asshole puts the first comment voice in the movie goes, Iron Man dies. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude?